Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Cletus Earle, CIO at St. Luke's Cornwall Hospital. In this segment, Earle talks about the challenge of planning when possible mergers are looming, why his team is relying on Rios to connect, and what he hopes to gain from taking his show on the road. Hi, Cletus. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. So to, to give our listeners uh, some background, can you just talk a little bit about St. Luke's Cornwall Hospital, um, you know, what you have in the way of hospitals, bed size, ambulatory care, things like that? St. Luke's Cornwall Hospital is a, a small to medium-sized uh, community hospital located in the Hudson Valley, New York, um, beautiful area, particularly around the fall time. Uh, it's a 350-bed uh, multi-site system. You know, we have uh, a few uh, campuses, and it's basically uh, peppered throughout the Hudson Valley region. From the ambulatory side, uh, we have you know multiple sites uh, again throughout the region. And uh, as a as a uh, facilities go, you know it's actually uh, uh, separated by you know several miles. So it's it's a challenge, but it's also it goes into some areas where it's rural and accessibility can be. Uh, you know, a challenge, but, you know, we've worked with our providers to make sure that we have connections and, uh, you know, having a robust continuum of care. Okay. Now, in the hospitals, uh, what type of systems are you using? Well, in the hospital, we use uh, the Meditech Magic 566, Priority Pack 8, to be specific, uh, EMR. Uh, we use on our um, ambulatory side, uh, Greenway, which is the prime suite solution. So uh, we've we've had Meditech at this facility for approximately 20 plus years. We went live fully with CPOE uh, a few years ago um, when I first got here. Uh, the, the entire organization is doing it, and we we use the the basic suite of uh, for the uh, acute side, uh, you know, including uh, the radiology systems and with the packs we have something separately used uh, um, different the DR systems packs and it integrates with our uh, DMR system our EMR solution okay are there any plans to either update or different versions or anything like that as far as the Meditech magic ah that's the question of the day um, <laughs> this Meditech magic platform is uh, you know pretty old uh, Meditech is not uh, taking the stance where they're going to end support or sub-supporting that particular platform. So as of right now, um, there are no, uh, you know, immediate plans. We're located in New York State, as I said earlier. New York is uh, catching up with the rest of the uh, states uh, throughout where we're starting to see consolidation or mergers of, of facilities throughout the state. And I anticipate, you know, once we decide on an actual partner um, for a bigger, you know, tertiary, quaternary care, uh, we will most likely, you know, have a, a uh, overall major system, you know, implementation as far as that direction. So I don't anticipate anything for the next several years, what I mean several years, you know, four to five, six years out before we move on to something else. Right now it's sustainable. Right, okay. Yeah, so it makes sense to stay with that product. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense to go ahead and do the upgrade. I know they have the 6.0 uh, 
one platform, um, but you know you're talking about doing this for a couple of years and becoming very disruptive. You know, just for you know a, a very short time frame doesn't make the most business sense possible. Right. Right, it won't go over that well with the users, I wouldn't think, either, if you had to <laughs> do one major switch and then another. Exactly. The doctors would not be happy as well as clinicians as a whole. You're correct. Right. Those are our number one customers, right, with the patient. Right, right. Now, as far as um, the, the data exchange between the, the hospitals and, and the practices, um, what level of integration do you have there? Well, the, the, our organization, we, we've taken a stance. Um, we are not a our, – our physician community is not as integrated as you may see in other facilities. So we have a significant amount of community doctors, some in the you know, larger medical groups um, that are in the region. But for the most part, we have a significant amount of uh, one-off doctor practices or, you know, small group practices. And all of them have different systems. And um, many of them want to connect with us, you know, so that they can have their labs and their radiology information, you know, interchanged. And it, it became unsustainable um, trying to connect all of these facilities with these one-offs. So what we've adopted, um, we've done, adopted a two-pronged strategy approach when it comes to um, interconnecting our HIE strategy. Uh, we've decided to move with our RIO and utilizing the Rio as the primary HIE, um, you know, because of the regional aspect. Many of the hospitals in the area have already connected to the Rio, and we're interchanging information, um, advanced clinicals as well. So we're, we're very excited with our participation with the Rio. We have also taken the effort to, um, you know, I, I have become somewhat of a salesman uh, for some of our, you know, practice providers, as well as, you know, your subacute care facilities, uh, the SNFs and the long-term care facilities, pushing them towards the Rio for the interchange as well. Uh, again, because the practicality of us connecting with each one of these facilities and having, you know, the, the interface connection, you know, the HL7 internet interface connection, it's not, it's not something that we would like to maintain um, because of the shared nature of volume, it would uh, uh, impact us. So push it out through a, a statewide strategy. But then we also uh, we also have our own internal, or I should say, localized HIE uh, strategy where we will connect with partners. Uh, you know, some uh, local partners via our HIE, our re you know, our own regional HIE, so that we wouldn't have to worry about some of the uh, red tape that you would see going through the state uh, from that perspective. So uh, again, a two-pronged approach, uh, one Rio, and then when we find fit, uh, actual uh, a small local HIE, uh, which you know, has an EMPI uh, infrastructure so that we can share information with those facilities that has chosen not to uh, partake in our particular regional strategy. Okay. It sounds like it's a, a situation that can be pretty challenging, especially when you're talking about smaller physician offices and um, e even if they do want to go to a certain system, just not having the resources. And is that something that, that's, been a tough, that's been a challenge as far as getting that physician uh, adoption and engagement? Oh, you hit the nail on the head on that one. Um, 
you know, as many of these facilities that have these one-off uh, EMRs, EHRs, uh, they they just they don't have the capacity, they don't have the skill set to um, to be able to facilitate integration. Uh, these these, and I'm not only talking about the the practices, I'm talking about these smaller EHR vendors. Um, they're not used to uh, being able to connect to um, organizations, you know, of our size and uh, in varying capacities. So um, it's it's been a challenge. And you know what we've done is. We, in some cases, we have a managed service organization, an IT managed service organization, that um, you know, for-profit arm that we go in and we also uh, facilitate uh, some of these some of these challenges if they need to connect, if they hire us. But for the most part, that's not our book of business. Uh, we would help when needed, but for, uh, what we would we would rather do is connect them, you know, via the HIE, and then work with them, literally work with them, working with our Rio, uh, seeing how we can help out in any case possible. But, um, again, you, 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 can, you hit it on the nose. Uh, they just don't have the capacity uh, to do so, even though they, they would like to because they understand that um, they cannot, uh, as HIPAA becomes more challenged, and we, we emphasize that things uh, shouldn't be printed out or faxed without having PHI information secured, which is an older you know, method. Uh, they understand that they want to have that information in their medical record, and it's, it's just not something that uh, they find uh, very effective just you know, keeping in these one-offs. Right. Now, as far as uh, um, managing the relationships with, with the local physicians, um, how is that something that, that you've done? You have um, either a team or a person who, who's kind of tasked with that, or what's been your strategy there? Well, we, we, I work closely with the, the, our business development um, department um, and the vice president in that area, and what we do is exactly um, what you indicated. We, we go around. Um, I may even go to um, varying hospitals to communicate or doctor's offices to communicate the strategy, find out what are the challenges of connecting, and then you know pretty much be the, the champion um, to let them know that uh, how we can help facilitate their connections, how we can create the relationships with the Rios or um, our secondary strategies, and, and try to sit down with the, you know, the, the primary principles of the practices and um, you know, making them understand why we need to go down this road, why it's so difficult to have a, not have an actual HIA strategy uh, and, 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 a, and a methodology of connecting. And when, when you do sit down with these facilities and having partners like you know, our Rio coming to the table, uh, they get it. They get it. They just need somebody really to help walk them through it and traverse all of the you know, verbiage that they're not used to because these, these uh, physicians are not... Um, they're not technical people for the most mm-hmm. part, and they're they're used to the set it and forget it methodology when it comes to these systems. So, uh, you know, if, if you have somebody, you know, like an IT CIO uh, who goes around and goes on the road, it's like a road show. It, it, yeah. it helps. It helps really uh, alleviate some of the anxieties associated with direction. And then they 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 have to make some decisions, and um, obviously that's where we. We back out. <laughs> you know, we can't yeah. help them make that decision, but we can try right. to influence as much influence it as much as possible, so that they make the best business decision in understanding what's going to happen. Um, 
uh, in the next few years because that's the key. It's where, where, where are we going as an industry and, you know, how are they going to be more efficient? As we talk about uh, the triple aim and moving from, you know, a fee-for-service to a value-based, although uh, a value-based methodology, uh, physicians are reluctant to do that. But I think for the most part they understand it because for those who've been practicing for a while, they're not, um, they understand this concept with capitation and knowing where, you know, that goes with the HMOs and the debacle of the 80s uh, where healthcare was. So, again, we're now here to help them. Um, and uh, we've been doing a pretty good job with that. I'm pretty excited. And as a matter of fact, we have positive feedback as well as going to other smaller uh, facilities, like whether we have hospitals or whatever. It's, it's been very good. And uh, I feel good that we're, we're doing the right thing for the particular region. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.